0: Hi, I'm Helen Joy Butler and this is Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality, a weekly podcast series where we talk about sanctuary, spirituality and everything in between. As a sanctuary creator and elemental space clearer, I help people create sanctuary in their homes and lives in practical, emotional and spiritual ways. In this podcast, we will be talking about sanctuary, spirituality, alignment, intention, and much more, all in the hope of supporting you on your own sanctuary and spiritual journey. I invite you to take time to pause, to settle in with today's episode, and if it feels right, to spend time journaling your thoughts and learnings afterwards because it's when you embody these learnings that you will achieve greater alignment in all aspects of your life. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality. This is actually a bonus episode that I really wanted to share with you this week. On Sundays I tend to do a live to my Facebook page and last Sunday I did one called Fear from a Sanctuary Perspective. I felt it was a really important conversation to be having given the coronavirus and the situation our world is finding itself in around the illness, around travel, around school, finances, all sorts of things which are being impacted because of the illness. And I really have noticed this increase in fear in our community. So I wanted to jump on live on Sunday and share that and so I thought I would share that conversation with you as well. There are a few things to share before I do that, though. Firstly, there's no oracle card for this episode because this was my Facebook Live, not a proper, in inverted commas, episode of Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality. Secondly, there's a little bit of background noise because I do the recording outside. So you might hear breeze or birds, definitely birds, (laughs) and some planes flying over from time to time, but it's definitely still easily heard, the conversation. And then finally, I share Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I actually made a bit of a mistake by saying that Maslow's hierarchy of needs was created by psychologists, but then later in the conversation I say scientists. So please do forgive me for that slip-up. It was 7 a.m. my time on a Sunday. (laughs) But I do hope this conversation or what I share in this conversation is helpful with you, particularly if you're feeling a little bit of fear at the moment and uh, wanting to bring more sanctuary or connection into your life. So let's get to it. I wanted to talk about something today, which I'd actually been avoiding talking about. Not because I didn't feel the need or the importance to talk about it because even as i say this i start to feel a little bit of a knot um in my stomach kind of solar plexus area just below my heart and that's fear but i want to talk about it from a sanctuary perspective why do i want to talk about it (laughs) there's been a lot of conversation, a lot of media a lot around the coronavirus I know absolutely everybody is talking about the coronavirus at the moment, it seems to be that no matter where you turn, left, right, centre, up, down it could be anywhere, people are talking about it, but I really want to talk about this from a perhaps slightly different perspective to what you're hearing elsewhere, Um, just to give you a little bit of food for thought, particularly if you're feeling fearful or worried at the moment. I feel like I want to premise this by saying I have not had my head in the sand about this at all. I feel that I've got my finger on the pulse particularly through a few different avenues. So firstly, we have friends, a number of friends actually, who are living in Italy at the moment. And as we all know, Italy is shut down. So, you know, hearing updates from them on what's going on in their lives, how they're living their daily life, what's going on in their community. So I feel really blessed to have, you know, that connection with them to get kind of that grassroots knowledge about how they're coping with that. I also have friends in the medical field. So yesterday I was blessed to speak with one of those, as well as have connections with others during the week. One of my friends actually works kind of in the background in Queensland Health. And so, you know, getting updates from her, as well as people who are literally working in clinic and seeing people come into their clinics for medical treatment or phoning up worried you know having these conversations with people is helping educate me on what's going on out there and again as i say that i'm starting to feel this tightness this in my upper chest this time so this kind of where am i breathing i'm breathing up here instead of down low so you know this is a interesting practice for us to be doing at that time as well particularly if you're starting to feel you know, a little bit anxious and, and breathing high in your chest. Also, we are truly, truly blessed to have a school who is so on top of this, you would not believe it. We are getting amazing updates from school, whether that's from the education department or from um, our health department, as well as, you know, our school um senior staff having meetings and making decisions around what's going to happen. So I'm really respectful of the knowledge that I've gained over the last couple of weeks around coronavirus, but I'm also really aware of the fact that there is fear, a lot of fear. And we've seen this from a toilet toilet (laughs) paper-grabbing perspective. Um, You know, we've seen it with people arguing and fighting over things that You know traditionally would not normally happen in our society So I felt like it was really important for me to come on and talk about this from a sanctuary perspective because I'm not sure anybody else is (laughs) And I really want us to Just start to think about a few other things other than what's being shared out there. So firstly, I think we need to name this. Yes, people are worried. Yes, fear exists. I'm certainly not dismissing that. And as I've already said, I'm starting to feel it in certain parts of my body, when, particularly when I'm talking with people. you I know, say so yesterday, I'm at school sport, At cricket sitting on the sidelines for five hours six hours obviously it came up in conversation and so I'm picking up being that empath picking up other people's energies and fear around what's actually going on yes there's also a lot of humor I watched children yesterday instead of shaking hands you know to thank the other team for playing them they were bumping elbows with them I saw students it was hilarious playing volleyball um, and instead of you know walking along the net and shaking hands they were actually bumping feet it was actually really beautiful to watch because they still wanted to show you know thanks and gratitude to the other team for playing against them but at the same time they were infusing a little bit of humor look we've been told you know bump elbows you've heard that already but at the same time it was really Fun to see because these kids are having fun in a different way. So, you know, let's own it. Let's own the fact that there's fear there. Let's own the fact that other people are sick, other people are worried. We need to have concerns around certain, um, you know, people in our lives who may be particularly immunocompromised. Hopefully, that's the right word immune compromised. You know, my dad, he has terminal cancer, he's 84 um am i worried totally 100 percent. but i'm really trying to come from this place of love come from this place of compassion and support and care not from fear but let's own it it's there what can we do about it firstly let's get educated about it i'm very blessed to you know, have good quality information coming at me plus i choose to ignore the crap so i choose to ignore the media that's sensationalizing things or i choose to not watch those programs where you know the presenter speaks in that really passionate kind of way um, to try and you know program us to be even more fearful than what we might already be so just an invitation for you today to have a think about that maybe stay away from some of the media that you know you're getting caught up with and perhaps limit it. So, you know, come from a place of, oh, you know, connect with this once a day and then that's it, I'm done. Um, and then making choices around these conversations. So yesterday at cricket, you know, people having these conversations, I can make a choice to engage in that conversation or not. That's not Helen in denial. That's not Helen ignoring, that's just Helen going how can I come from a certain vibrational place that suits me how I want to show up in this instance? I know how I want to show up. I want to show up with care and compassion and love, groundedness, kindness, compassion for other people in whatever way that looks like. So I've made my choice. So maybe have a think about that today, how you want to do it as well i really do respect other people's decisions around this though i have a number of friends who are young so not like my dad who's 84 with terminal cancer young people who are you know in their 30s or 40s who have really bad illnesses long-term chronic illness and they've made a decision to completely 100% self-isolate self-isolate and I 100% acknowledge the need for them to do that and respect that so you know what is it that I could do perhaps to help them in that instance because I think this is really an invitation for us to come back to some of those old-fashioned values. Remember the time when we used to look after our neighbor Remember the time when, you know, we'd focus on what was important. (laughs) Um, You know, our relationships, um, our health, um, connecting with nature. All those things that were important that lifted our soul. Um, Not kind of this other stuff that detracts us or distracts us from, you know, focusing on our own truth and what's important to us. And really, that's what this whole concept of sanctuary does. It brings us back to our truth. What is our truth in this moment? We get to choose. I want to talk a little bit about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, this is getting a little bit, you know, psychology research based. I think a lot of people have probably heard about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It came around in the 1940s. Maslow just happened to be one of many scientists or um, I think it was scientists working on, you know, creating this hierarchy of needs. And so he just happened to get the naming rights (laughs) for it. So there's five levels to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's a triangle um, and there's five levels within that. So the bottom level is physiological needs. So what do we need? We need air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction to continue our species. So my question to you in and amongst, if you're feeling fearful from a sanctuary perspective, do you have enough air? Do you have enough water, food, shelter, sleep, or clothing? If you feel safe within that part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that's incredible. Are there people around you who need perhaps um, extra food? Like if I think of my friends who are compromised with their immune systems and isolating do they need food what is it that I could do to help them in that regard moving up from that we've got safety needs so personal security employment resources health and property so you can see now we're starting to move a little bit into this fear section of the hierarchy of needs what am I fearful about perhaps you are fearful about your personal security in and amongst this. Maybe you're um, not sure there's gonna be enough resources whether that's toilet paper or hand sanitizer or face masks. Maybe you are fearful around your health, particularly if you're in one of those brackets um, of the community who might be prone um, to, to get coronavirus severely. Um, you have a look at what your safety needs are But again, from a perspective of I'm here, I'm grounded. I know my truth. I know what it is I want to do and how I want to show up in this. How can I make it easier for myself and everyone around us? The next level up is love and belonging. Friendship, intimacy, family, a sense of connection. Now, this I actually think is the level where this fear is starting to come up. This fear is starting to become infused in our society, in people, but also really collectively. Like I was at a grocery store yesterday, I literally just had to run in to get one thing and run out. I walked in, it was like, bam, all of this fear energy hit me. Now I know not everyone picks up on that fear energy, but it was literally like I had walked into a soup of fear. Um, and I really think that some of it comes from, you know, this personal safety thing, but also some of it comes from this love and belonging. How do I, in and amongst all of this, feel like I'm part of a community? And yesterday I watched the most beautiful, beautiful video of off, not office blocks, of um, housing complexes in a part of Italy where people are locked down or in self isolation, in isolation, um, and they were all standing on their balconies, playing instruments, playing music, singing. And it was the afternoon, so when I was when I heard that, I kind of thought, oh, that's really interesting. It's like they've managed to get through their day, and now they need a boost. And so they were out singing and playing their instruments, and it was actually really beautiful. So even though they were in isolation, they were really building this community connection with the people around them. So I want you to really think about that, because if you have to isolate for whatever reason, and particularly if you're on your own, Um, You know, don't have any family or pets or whatever. What can you do with the community around you? Like if I sit here, you know, there's a house there, there's a house there, there's a house there. You know, there's houses all around me. So if we were isolated, what is it we could do to still build a sense of community with our neighbours? And I actually think that will build a stronger connection with the neighbours in my, you know, direct access, like literally over the fence. So, you know, have a think about what is it that you can do to bring about more intimacy or more connection with people or for yourselves, particularly if you're coming from a place of fear. The next level up from that is esteem. So we're talking about respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength and freedom. So again, fear from a sanctuary perspective. Part of this is respect, respect for ourselves. Respect for others. I invite you to show up particularly with that. I think that's a really big one at this time. And if you're having a conversation with someone, whether that's over the phone um, or in person, really sitting with listening to what they're saying and respecting that and perhaps sharing your thoughts and opinions in a really respectful way instead of you know a clash which could happen. Then above that finally in Maslow's hierarchy needs is self-actualization. So that's the desire to become the most that one can be. So I think if literally if we have any invitation from this whole situation, we have an invitation to be the best that I can be in this situation right now in this moment because we don't actually know what this is going to look like next week, next month, next year. We are really only kind of guesswork around, you know, the impact on all sorts of things, whether that's the health system or the financial system or us personally, we don't know. So come from a place of where am I now and what can I do now? So I think to wrap this up, what I really want to say is this really is an invitation for us to think about the frequency of a vibration that we want to show up with. Do you actually want to show up with fear? I don't. I don't want to exacerbate fear. I don't want to create fear. I don't want to feel fear in my body. Because I've already said, you know, I'm starting to really, in certain situations, feel it, you know, in my chest and in my solar plexus area and perhaps they're areas that you're filling them into. But remember that what you focus on expands. So if I'm focusing on bringing about more groundedness, more connection with myself and then with the people around me, more love, more compassion, more kindness, more care, then that's how I'm going to show up. Um, And that's what's going to expand something for you to think about today grace and dignity I think are big words here (laughs) so I just want to drop them into the conversation because if I'm showing up in a certain vibration of fear worry anger concern am I showing up with grace and dignity if I'm showing up with compassion care kindness love For myself and others, am I showing up with grace and dignity? You really get to choose what impact this is going to have on you. If you get the illness, that's not necessarily your choice. But your behavior, your heart, how it is you want to be in this situation I think is actually a really good learning curve for how you might then want to show up after that. So what I'd like to do is just invite you. So let's put one hand on our heart or our chest and one hand on our lower stomach, kind of near where your belly button is and close down our eyes. I would like you to take a breath just into that heart space. Expanding out your heart space. Just take a t- couple of breaths into that space. And then I'd like to invite you to take a couple of deep breaths right down to where your hand is on your belly. Then I'd like to invite you to do I kind of call it a cycle breath. So we're going to breathe down into our belly, then out into our lungs, then into our heart, and then out our mouth. So we go in to our belly, pressing out to our lungs, into our upper chest, and then breathing out. So your whole rib cage should feel expanded. So I'll leave you to do that, a couple of those in your own time. By doing that breath, what you're actually doing is expanding your ribcage to such an extent that you feel like you're nearly going to explode. (laughs) And then pushing it out from your stomach right out. What you're probably noticing, I'm hoping, because this is what I did by just simply doing three breaths, my shoulders started to relax. My system started to relax. I started to feel more at home in my body. So I invite you, if nothing else, from this conversation today, if you are starting to feel fear around what's going on in your body, in your home, in your world, around coronavirus, around what you're seeing out in the world, around what you're seeing in other people, come back to your breath Take some really deep breath right down into your belly. And if you can, right down into your feet. Sounds funny, but you can do it. (laughs) And just, you know, close down those eyes. Reduce any other, you know, senses that you don't need. And just breathe. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Talking about sanctuary and spirituality. I hope that the learnings you received in this episode are helpful for you on your own journey. But as always, I'm here to support you. So if you would like, please do reach out and share your thoughts with me. And also please feel free to like, share, comment or review this episode. If you'd like to connect with me more, please go to my website, HelenJoyButler.com. And I invite you also to join the Sanctuary Inner Circle That's our beautiful group who talk about sanctuary spirituality and everything in between. But until next time, take care and much love.